0: This is Speaking of Speaking, quick tips and tools to take you from stage fright to spotlight. This podcast gives you an inside look from the world of public speaking and the speaking secrets you need to be bold from the stage, no matter what business you're in. The host of Speaking of Speaking, Carl Richards. Thank you, Matt. Yes, it's another edition of the Speaking of Speaking podcast. Very blessed to have a very special guest, a guy I've never met personally, but we have connected virtually a few times, and I know he's an active participant in the podcast Launch Made Simple Facebook group. Martin Buckland. Martin is an executive career management practitioner. He is a networking guru. He speaks all over the world. As a matter of fact, when people know, not so much now, but certainly when he is speaking around the world, there are people that will show up when they know that Martin's in the room, they'll just show up and fill the room or help to fill the room. So please help me welcome Martin Buckland. Martin, it's a pleasure having you on the podcast today.
1: Thank you, Carl. Thanks for having me. It's a pleasure to be here and share my uh, expertise.
0: And that expertise runs very deep in a number of different areas. And certainly, I think, I think a lot of us have had have had to I uh, just want to touch on this because we were actually we were just talking about this off microphone. A number of us have had to reinvent ourselves or look at our personal branding that we're putting out there as we you know, transition into new careers or second careers, whether it be by choice or by force. And you said something very interesting. So I want to start here because you mentioned that you only get one shot. You only get one shot at that.
1: Yeah, exactly. So a resume is uh, is a portrayal of you. And today, sadly, I don't like it, but sadly, resumes are uh, screened, processed by computers first before a human being. Uh, so you have to get it right. You can never beat a computer, but you can at least try and match it. And it's set out in a certain format it's built by programmers. There's 22 software houses across the world that supply Everybody, all their executive recruiters and all HR functions with this software. I bet they've never even written a resume before, but they, they, they programmed it. And one character wrong or one bullet wrong or shading or underlining. And sadly, even though you may be the perfect candidate for a job, you are counted out because the format is wrong.
0: Wow. Wow. That's, that's huge. I didn't know that uh, prior to having the discussion with you just, just a moment ago, but, but I'm, I'm assuming there are other things too. Once you, once you get, once you pass that, once you get to the opportunity where you can meet somebody face to face and have a conversation with them, I'm sure there are other personal branding mistakes or interview mistakes or speaking mistakes that we make every single day. And you've probably seen some of them for sure. Oh yeah, I can write a book
1: on this. So basically you're, when you go to, uh, in a job search or just general career management, you are a product. You are selling that product to the market. So you need to think in the minds of sales. Now introverts have difficulty, but there is ways around that. But you, you need to focus on selling yourselves. And today I'm not really interested. If I was a recruiter or an HR professional, I'm not interested in your. Responsibilities. We've become a very performance driven society. So you need to sell yourself. You're going to be hired today, as a matter whether it's here or in Australia or UK or anywhere else in the world. You are going to be hired because you perform. So you can save the money, you can make the money, you can streamline operations, you can eliminate headcount, introduce new systems. But this goes on and on and on. I don't actually call myself a resume writer anymore. I call myself a storyteller.
0: It's, it's interesting you bring that in because, I mean, I have said, and, I, and I've had other guests on the podcast too, talk about the power of story. But how, how important is that power of story when we're talking about our personal branding? Our
1: personal brand is your unique promise of value. What is so special about Carl? What is so special about Martin? What is so special about Raj? What is so special about Mary? Everybody has their unique promise of value. Their differentiator, their value add. What is your competitive edge? And you have to build a brand, a statement around. Uh, it's a, it's your basically it's your sales proposition. What it? Why should I? If I was in a hiring position, choose Carl over Mary, Mark, or Paul. So a personal brand is very, very important, and people cannot latch onto that concept, let alone the ancillary stuff of selling themselves in the body of the, of the resume talking about their successes.
0: How do you, how do you bring the, from a, from a speaking perspective and your personal branding, then how do you bring the, or, or what's a, what's a method you can use to bring the story in um, without deflecting from the the purpose or, or whatever it is you're trying to, to achieve.
1: We should always have your personal brand on your on your resume. It falls underneath in the top third of a of a page, and that's the only section that's really interchangeable. The rest of your resume, professional experience, is your career history. So you talk about your personal brand. There's, there's certain segments that the, the 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 scanning machinery is looking for. But when I work with clients, I mean, as you know, I'm an ex police officer, mm-hmm. so I have uh, interviewing skills. So I don't put my uh, I don't put my clients in handcuffs, that's an extra fee. but um, uh, if they want to, uh, I have a unique way of uh, pulling stuff out of them, and they say, wow, I know you were a police officer, because I, I pull stuff out of them, and I'm, I'm tough on my clients, because I want them, I'm really passionate, driven uh, for, uh, for them to get to where, where they want to be, that's why they employed me, so I pull all that stuff out for them, yeah, I'm, I'm really tough on my clients.
0: How important is is networking let's 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 move uh, move on from the the physical resume. Um, how important is networking to get your personal to, to to get your brand out there in general but your personal brand as well How, how important is the networking oh, process
1: yeah, yeah well uh, networking is uh, so networking is crucial we're in a relationship driven society doesn't matter whether you live here in Canada in the u s or anywhere else in the world. The bulk of the jobs aren't through job boards they are through hidden jobs so while you're gainfully employed and you've watched me on social media constantly harp this around uh, you need to be networking and even more so when you're in a career transition now it's tough because of covid you can't actually meet people in person shake their hands but you, you know we've got all these tools we're on zoom today and there's plenty of other virtual communication tools but you need to network and uh, uh, networking is, is more uh, giving first and then taking later. So I'm known the world over as a fearless, fearless networker. There's no holes barred. I whenever, whenever I visit the country, I have a set number of people I want to meet. New people. I want to meet plus nurture those other relationships I already have and existing. So I got thousands, hundreds of thousands on my on my database.
0: This didn't exactly just happen overnight for you though you have spent you know several years in building this and and people I know when they're in transition they want that immediate fix they want everything to click so life can go back to if I can use the word so life for them can go back to normal but um, for people who are in that transitional phase what what are some things you can share with them that can help them? Understand that uh, you know, give it the time it needs. I guess is what I'm saying.
1: Well, two things they need to have, without doubt, when they're in whether they're gainfully employed or in career transition, is an up to date ATS friendly, performance driven resume. Or if you're uh, in another country, they call them CVs. Um, and then you need to have an active and be proactive on LinkedIn. So you need to have a not just a basic profile you need to have a fully complete profile the more you put on your linkedin profile the more google will pick you up so you need to have maybe definitely in career transition you need to have the uh, the upgrade the premium version and you need to have you need to have uh, your picture on there a professional picture not not with your fishing catch or uh, hugging your dog or your your daughter or whatever you need to have a professional picture and you need to customize your linkedin profile address for two reasons a it's far more professional and b as soon as you do those two things google will give you a 1400 1400 percent uplift in algorithm visits your LinkedIn profile
0: it's funny you mentioned that about LinkedIn, because I think when people started to create, once they figured out that LinkedIn was a thing and it existed, they they thought of it as a almost like a big brother or a professional version of Facebook. And the two are very different uh, and function very differently.
1: Yeah, they are. LinkedIn is a professional networking site, sharing. You need to be uh, uh, active on LinkedIn. It's, it's where executive recruiters right now as we speak here are looking for talent if you are on LinkedIn I tell my clients in my speaking gigs that uh, you're committing career suicide but not not just use just having a profile you need to be active when you're in career transition and and when you're getting fully employed so there's a variety of media you can share if you're you know you've got an industry magazine you can you can share content from that. You can comment on people's uh, 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 posts and then you can create your own posts because it really gives you a forum to market yourself as an expert then coming to facebook facebook i'm noticing is transitioning away from what it's what it what it was originally many years ago more into a business site it's still got some way to go, but I can tell you that executive recruiters and other influencers in your career will look not just at linkedin but they will look at your your facebook profile as well so be careful what you put on facebook because that can still harm you we are in a, it was still sadly in a discriminatory society so you need to be aware of what you put on any social media
0: certainly be careful of what you put on either one for sure and that that's a good uh, a good thing to to remind the listeners of uh, even if they're using facebook now as a they use it mostly for their professional services. You don't want, as you said, the, you know, you don't want it from you know spring break or the fishing hat or whatever right. from twenty years ago or fifteen years ago. Some of those can be detrimental in a negative way for for people's not only their brand but opportunities that could be right at their doorstep.
1: Sure, exactly. And Google, you know, so you should always Google your name um, because Google puts uh, Facebook, at, I think, at number five and LinkedIn at number two. Um, so you need to have, you know, the more if you type in Martin Buckland, you know, you need to have. Uh, I'm a competition with four other Martin Bucklands in the world, and I try and uh, get. It's my own personal competitive age, but I try and get into top all the top ten rankings. Yeah.
0: In my world there's only one Martin Buckland just so you know. That- oh, you. <laughs> and, uh, and I'm talking to him today. Martin Buckland is our guest on the podcast today, uh having a great conversation about personal branding. Uh, we've talked a little bit about uh, speaking to I actually want to talk more about speaking in your experience around the world, but before I uh before I jump into that, I just wanted to ask you one question about networking and LinkedIn. Are there networking opportunities in the in the sense of like groups that you can sort of you immerse yourself in to network?
1: Oh, sure. Yeah. So there's a great website. You've probably heard of it called Mm meetup.com. So wherever I go in the world, I type in meetup Tokyo or type in meetup Delhi or type in meetup Dubai. I mean, classic example, how it brought me some really good rewards was I typed in meetup. This was about four, five, six years ago. I typed in meetup London. And there is a meeting. There's a meetup in London for Canadian expats. Now, those expats at some stage or other want to come back to Canada. So who are they going now going to engage is me. So, uh, yeah, there's, there's really some really obscure uh, meetups, but there's some genuine business ones. And it's the more people you meet, but meet within your own. Don't go all over the place. I'm a great believer in the bullseye. So you select your audience and then you build your network around that. Don't go all 360. Keep it to like the the middle, the center, the bullseye, and then maybe sometimes go a little bit out. But just really be pertinent who you network with and add value to them first before they add value to you
0: that's a that's a really great tip that that I think that you hit the nail on the head about about networking that that I think a lot of people need to embrace a little bit more is not only get out there and network but make sure you're making those connections that really are going to make a difference for sure sure yeah, yeah. very important um I wanted to talk about speaking because you have spoken around the world and obviously not so much at this point in time, but, but uh, you've spoken around the world and, you know, seen around the world as an expert in, in many different ways, but I don't want to ask how has COVID changed that? Because I think we know because everyone's been grounded for the most part with travel, but um, how, how, what's different? Are, are, are you still, Finding that your you know, opportunities to to still speak on virtual platforms.
1: Oh yeah! So last week, a uh, business school in Europe asked me to speak that I normally speak at in person. Asked me to speak at their uh, graduate just before their graduation. So uh, and the, and to their alumni. So I think there was uh, three hundred and twenty-one uh, people on the uh, on the call. So I yeah. So I'm, it it has died down quite substantially. But it has, it's not dead. And if you use your ingenuity and you really go uh, after stuff, because I'm not my own business development person, I go and suggest, well, how about I see you're graduating in May. How about I, I give, a, before you graduate, your candidates, how about I give them uh, my uh, one minute, one hour talk on uh, what you're going to do now you've got your EMBA or what, uh, other subjects or to a conference or whatever.
0: How do you see it rebounding for you uh, in the coming, say, twelve to eighteen months?
1: Well, of course, we're all pinning our hopes on the vaccine, and nobody knows how long that's going to take. Uh, you know, to to uh, to to actually subside this uh, this pandemic. But um, I see. Uh, Lucky, I have already have a clientele, so I I, I know I'll be back uh, speaking to the business schools. I know I'll be back speaking at various trade shows and industry conventions and and whatever i mean i was i was as sick as a parrot a few weeks ago because i was supposed to be speaking uh, uh in tahiti and i'd actually negotiated with the the uh, organizers of this conference a 5 day stay i would only be speaking for 2 hours but a 5 day stay at this five star hotel on the beach yeah so and i i couldn't go i was like oh my gosh yeah
0: um, are there any places in the world where you haven't spoken that it's they're on your bucket list to go and, and speak there and explore?
1: Yes, too. So, um, that was quick, eh? Um, Bali and, uh, Bali and Costa Rica.
0: Yeah. What, what's the, what's the attraction to those two places?
1: um well bali is uh, like a mystique to me I, i'm actually thinking about maybe spending six months living there and then uh in the winter and then moving here back in the summer because it's right bali is right next to singapore which is a main hub so i can get anywhere in the world um costa rica i don't know i've never been to costa rica and i've heard it's just nicer it's a lot, lot more expensive than bali um but um no i just you know, we have things that we want to go on. I'd like to do explore uh, the South America as well. I was supposed to be speaking in um, in Uruguay, Chile, and Argentina this year, but I couldn't, no.
0: And you know what? It's certainly, I think for a lot of people being that, oh my goodness, I have to pivot for you. And I know as things were happening and I'm I'm just, I'm seeing people on Facebook and on LinkedIn, people that I see on a regular basis and thinking, Especially for a guy that like you, I would, you know, I would see some of your posts where you're saying, yep, I was home for two days and I'm off again to this place. And oh, now no. it's, yep, I'm home. Yep. I'm home. I'm still yeah. home. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah well, uh,
1: the see more about more of either this year than they have done in the previous five years combined. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Martin, it's been great chatting with you. Before I let you go, I just wanted to give you the opportunity to, uh, two things I think you wanted to pass along to the audience today. One is your ebook. Tell us about your ebook.
1: Yeah. So I've uh, written an ebook, um, Look After Number One You uh, Tips and Tricks on the Recession Proof Your Career. So it's jam packed, solid, full of tips and tricks and how to write your resume, how to network, all the things we've discussed here on this podcast. Why did I call it Number One? Uh, you, because when I came out of police training school, as I was a London Bobby, um, my sergeant said, Buckland, the first thing I remember that he came out of his mouth was, Buckland, always remember this, look after number one, you. So I've mm-hmm. named this book. Yeah. And that's what you should do in your career management. So you, you need to manage your career, your company, your employer doesn't manage your career, and then if anybody wants a free, no obligation resume critique, I'm more than have to give you 20 to 30 minutes of my time. I'll go through it from top to bottom. Uh, but I will say it as it is, because as we discussed earlier, you only get one kick of the can, one mistake, and you're gone out of the job that you may be the p- perfect candidate. So if anybody wants to email their resume to martin, M-A-R-T-I-N, at ann.com. Elite resume.com So A-N E L I T E R E S U M E dot com. Martin at an elite resume.com. I mentioned you were on this pot, you had listening to this on this podcast, Carl's podcast, and uh, I'm more than happy to arrange a call with you. It doesn't matter where you live in the world, I will give you a call. Thank you.
0: Thank you, Martin. And we'll post those links in the show notes too. So if you do want to take advantage of that, the link will be there too for you to yeah, check out and that's a that's a great offer that Martin is providing to to have a really solid pair of eyes. Look at what's in your, your personal brand. Look at what's in your resume and, uh, and see what's there. And the ebook too, to make sure you are looking after number one. Martin Buckland, it's been a pleasure chatting. And uh, thank you so much. Looking forward to once everything subsides and we can meet face-to-face that we can certainly do that and uh, maybe even do it over a pint. Yeah. Well, oh, lovely. Yeah. Even better. all two. Or two, for sure. Yeah. Uh, Martin, thanks so much for joining us on the podcast today. It's a pleasure, Carl. Thanks for having me. And remember, everyone, get out there and own the platform. Thanks for listening to the Speaking of Speaking podcast. Fired up about something you heard today? Want to learn more? Be sure to visit carlspeaks.ca. And don't forget to follow Carl on Twitter at carlrichard 72 or join the Facebook group Speaking of Speaking.